Hello and welcome to Filmy Ladies. I am Beth and Pitu is here. And today we are going to talk about our respective favorite Hindi movies. They are so different from each other. This is going to be a very fun conversation. Uh, you can probably guess what mine is from my background, but I want to start with Pitu because I think this idea came about because we were just, we both referenced these films already in the podcast, but I think we were talking more about her favorite film when the idea came up to do this. So Pitu, tell everyone, put them out of their suspense. What is your favorite Hindi film of all time? My favorite Hindi film of all time is Kabhi Kushi Kabhi Gum, which my horrible husband refers to as Kabhi Stupid Kabhi Dumb, uh, because he does not like it at all. But who cares what he thinks? He doesn't have a podcast. Um, <laughs> it's my literal favorite movie because so I like to liken Kabhi Kushi Kabhi Gum as like a great metaphor for Bollywood cinema in general um, and also Indian culture. Um, and also I like to liken it to Indian food. So everybody knows what the thali is, right? So when you have a thali, it's this gigantic plate that they put in front of you and it has a little bit of everything. So you literally have like papad and pickle and salad and yogurt. And then you also have rice and you have roti and naan. And you also have a little bit of sweet in it and dal and veggies. You literally have everything in that thali. You can't eat a thali and be like, you know what, this was missing, this was missing something better, because there is something better too. So Kabhi Kushi Kabhi Gum is like a thali, because there is literally nothing that you can say you didn't get. You get all the emotions, you get kajol shrieking, um, you get lots of photogenic tears, teary shots, um, you get uh, Jaya Bachchan just like dry heaving the entire movie, um, but there's also a lot of laughter and joking, good songs, smoldering in Suraj Madham. I mean, what doesn't this movie have that? It's perfect. <laughs> That's amazing. Um, I, all I could, I just kept thinking like, I see what you're saying. I don't want any of the things that are in that. <laughs> there is a lot. And that's one of the things our films actually have in common is there is a lot. There is a lot. That also speaks to how you and I are. And I think one of the reasons we are such good friends and have had so much fun talking about films together over the years, we both like a lot, but it's different. I think we're lot. committed to maximalism. Yes. This is definitely. also why Pharaoh's Khan is one of our favorites. Yes. Because he's also a maximalist. Yeah. yeah. And I did. So I rewatched K3G because I had not seen it all the way through. And I'm going to say at least 15 years because I do not like it, but I, so it was really fun to rewatch it and kind of be thinking about like, okay, what is it that I respond to about this so negatively? And you've yeah. like inadvertently, you've really answered it for me, which is that there, everything it offers is something I don't like. <laughs> <laughs> At least in the particulars, right? Like I like emotion. I like smolder. I like drama. Yeah. I love a song. You like Shahrukh in I the like Black Shahrukh. I like, I like um, Bebo. Yes. Um, I have no particular issues with the rest of the cast hmm. in theory. Um, yeah. But, you know, so like, I like Amitabh Bachchan. I do not like Stern Patriarch. Right. You know, I like Shahrukh, but I do not like kind of egotistical, slightly whiny Shahrukh, which I feel like this movie kind of has. Right. I like Rithik, but I don't like hyper which this movie oh. does have. Oh, um, yeah. I'm, I'm not a big fan of Kajol, but this is her most irritating, I would say. <laughs> so like everything about this is just, just wrong for me, but it's right it for is, you. And that's what counts. It is Kajol at fever pitch, I have to admit. <laughs> wow. And we had just been talking about, you know, uh, in terms of Shara couples, how we both find her kind of shrieky. Yeah. And then I put this on and I was like, I did not even remember how shrieky she is in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but do you like the songs at least? I love the oh, Egyptian no. one. No, no, no. I love the okay. Egyptian one. I I did I didn't remember liking um Bole. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I, I didn't remember that I liked that, but I was like, oh, this is quite, this is strong. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> say Shava Shava is kind of stupid. Mm. 
It's okay. Um, I don't like it. It's very, re- it's very like foreshadowing of Sexy Sam that we later had to right. do. With. So I it's very want. like Sexy Sam on his yeah. way to being sexy Sam. Um, it's okay, but like it's not great. Um, yeah. What are the other songs? Why can't I, I love you, Lagaya La, which yeah, is Shah Rukh in the Black Churidar. Yeah, that's that's fun. Yeah, I took so many close-ups of him. Uh, I mean, screenshots of his close-ups. That one with Karina singing about Rithik, like that's. Oh, you are my Sonia. Yeah, and like in the tight, tight full well, leather the, pants. Um, the um. Why I am so sorry that I can't remember a single name of a single song. This is terrible. Um, yeah, I just yeah, the, the songs are big for sure. They yes. are big, and I do appreciate that it's big. I was talking with a recent guest Sal about mm. how Kjo's films are not really for me, but I do mm. think he's really going for something in them, and yeah. I do appreciate that. So, what would you say that he's going for in k3g what is this movie about because it's not this actually movie, all about loving your parents it is not this movie is what it all about Jayavachan to me <laughs> this movie is all about Jeff this movie should just be called nandini because that's yet, what this movie and yet is about she's not in it that much no but it's like to me she is kind of the emotional core of that movie sure, i don't even sure. like javachan that much i mean i liked her in her like her older movies like in abhiman and korakagas yeah. and stuff like that like she's a great actress but i'm not like a javachan fan but this movie the chemistry that Shahrukh and javachan have is extraordinary like every time they look in each other's eyes it just gives me the warm fuzzies mm. and it's they just have such a great like mom and son wife and the movie literally starts with like a montage of Jabachan with Aryan Khan yeah, maybe Aryan so Khan cute. in the credits yeah to me you could literally eliminate everyone else from that movie you could take out Shah, uh, Kajol Vritik Karina Amitabh you could get rid of everybody and it would still work if it's just Jabachan and Shah Rukh because you just the basic plot is you just need to take Shah Rukh away from her and right. you don't have to take him away from her due to Amitabh or Kajal. It could just be that he's in the army and he's posted somewhere. That's or a good point. Right? He just, yeah. he goes away for whatever reason. And it's about them coming together. Because I couldn't care less if he and Kajal marry or don't marry, whatever. She's not, she's immaterial to me personally. Mm-hmm. All I want is for Nandini to be happy and for him and her to see each other. And to me, the best scene in that movie is literally when she's, you know, waiting for him to come and she misses him. And she gets this feeling like, wait, I think he's here. But she's like, no, no, he's not here. But his helicopter lands and then he runs in slow motion. I'm like, oh my God, he's coming. And I love that. I cry a lot in this movie, but crying is one of my big hobbies, as you know. (laughs) It's one of my top three things of all time to do. So I settle down whenever I watch K3G to have a good cry. Mm -hmm. I have my Kleenex and my tea and a cat. And then I cry. (laughs) Are there any parts of the film that you feel like are supposed to make you cry, but they don't work on you? I just don't particularly care about Kajol and her dad and her sister. I just don't care. That's a weak link. Yeah. To me, the movie is, and also Rithik, to me, the movie is entirely about Shah Rukh and I just want, and I think it's also, it's hard for me to watch K3G as in a very objective way because I'm such a gigantic Shah Rukh fan. And for me, every time I've been seeing his interviews for like 20 years now. And in his interviews, he always gets very like, quiet and sad when he talks about his parents so to me k3g is a little bit of a wish fulfillment because i've noticed that whenever sharok acts with an older actress who plays his mom like whether it's javachan in this movie or um you know even like uh i forget what her name is but the lady in swades anytime he's with an older actress who plays his mom or mom-like figure it, it just really feels like it's his real mom and as a fan because I feel sad about the fact that he lost his mother so young it, there's a little bit of wish fulfillment where I want him in that moment to be reunited with his mother that's not something that a non-fan is going to care about but mm-hmm. it's because I love Shah Rukh and I care about him that it makes me happy 
to see him with his, even if it's his fake mom, I want him to be with his mom. Mm-hmm. So it just, it just makes me like all like warm and fuzzy. And I, I just want to see Shah Rukh happy. So, which is why I'm not a fan of the, the sad ending Shah Rukh movies. Like I don't care for Veer Zara or Kalhona. I like them, but I don't want him to be sad. Mm. It's okay if he's sad, but he eventually needs to be happy. So K3G is very much like, I love Shah Rukh. I want Shah Rukh to be happy movie for me. Yeah. Let me ask you about one particular moment in the film that I had no memory of. And then when I watched it this time, I went, oh. Um, and I was talking <gasps> with another friend who also loves Shah Rukh, but does not care for this film either. And mm-hmm. the moment is when he goes to Chandani Chalk and finds uh-huh. Kajal at you know her father's funeral. Oh, yeah. That uh-huh. may not be the right word, but you know, obviously everyone's mourning. Um, yeah. And he just goes up to her and marries her. Yeah. (laughs) And one of the reasons I wanted to ask you this is because there was a bit of a needle scratch on the record moment for me in in rewatching my favorite film, which we can get to, um, Mm. uh, that really stood out for me in a bad way this time. But this, and I just thought, and I was, my friend was asking me what I thought about it. And at first I thought, well, it's got, it's interesting that he is, it, it is him witnessing the way she lives her values. And I mm-hmm. think he's realizing that even though her fa- his father thinks that she doesn't match the family values, he's realizing she actually does because look right. how she cares about her father and her family and her uh, sister yeah. and righteousness and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And she's, she's behaving the way she should, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he sees that that's enough to make her fit his family. Um, mm-hmm hopefully someday or whatever, or at least probably to please his mother, I would assume is kind of the unspoken thing. But then the whole like basically grabbing her and there's no words exchanged, if I recall correctly. And Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, dude, consent, man. (laughs) Right. Uh, And that just really went for me. How did did the scene feel for you on this most recent rewatch? I think... There's so much in this movie between them that's unsaid, which is weird because when they're together, Kajal will not shut up. (laughs) Um, But the assumption is that there's a lot said. And given that she's shown as someone being from a very like old fashioned kind of background, the assumption would be that she's not going to have an affair with Sharuk or anyone without the expectation of marriage. Um, And so I think for him, it's kind of like, well, she's lost her dad. She has a little sister to take care of. One assumes that she's not financially independent or something, because I don't think she has like a job or anything. She just kind of like hangs around the the sweet shop that they have. Um, Her best friend, who is Ruxar, is only 21 and getting married off in an arranged marriage. So I think this is a girl who has essentially been raised to get married and be a stay-at-home mom. And I think he realizes that. And so I think the assumption is that if they're going to be together, he's just going to have to marry her sooner rather than later. And he might as well just marry her now then Mm -hmm. because he can also like financially take care of her because you don't know what their financial background is. It's probably not that great. So the way I saw it, the consent thing didn't bother me because the way he's portrayed is very like respectful towards women in general. And I think he's just, cause what else is he gonna do, right? Like he could just be like, well, we'll just continue being girlfriend and boyfriend, but then that's not gonna advance the plot either. You need him to come home with her as his wife and for Amitabh Bachchan to basically kick them out. If he just says, this is just my girlfriend, well, it's just gonna keep dragging the story. And then, you know, when is Amitabh Bachchan? Amitabh Bachchan probably does not have any problem with Shah Rukh's character having an affair with anyone, that's fine. But he does, he would have a problem with him bringing the girl home and saying, this is my wife. So you you might as well just fast forward and get to the point where he brings home his wife. It also makes him a hero in the audience's eyes, because now the audience mm. is like, well, look, he, he essentially took the place of her father. And he's basically going to take care of not just her, but also her younger sister. Yeah. And he's going to make sure that they're all like well taken care of. So it also makes him a hero because now he has to say to his Like now when he's standing up to his father, his father really is the villain because not only is he elitist and snobbish, but it's like, okay, what do you want him to do? Like just play with her feelings? Well, that's not nice. 
or do you just want to kick them out? Okay, then you're the bad guy. You know, so I just like from a plot perspective, I think it makes a tremendous amount of sense. And the consent thing doesn't bother me because I think it's unsaid but assumed that they're going to get married at some point anyway, because I don't think Kajal's character would be okay with just having an affair. Pooh would. Pooh would be fine with that. The later mm-hmm. Pooh that we see yeah. in London. But I don't yeah. think Anjali would. Yeah. So I think it makes sense within the confines of that movie, mm-hmm. you know? Let's talk about Pooh. Because... <laughs> I know that there are a lot of people who like the first half of this movie, but find the second half nigh unwatchable, mostly because of her. I found myself falling into the opposite camp. And I was like, I was glad to see her. Obviously, this character is ridiculous in the extreme in a certain yeah. way. Um, she's very she's a caricature to a large yeah. extent. And yeah. I was wondering, maybe because we had just finished talking about Paheli and we were talking about wish fulfillment, is Pooh, the embodiment of Keijo's wish fulfillment of the life that he wishes he could have had, like probably with a a string of men that he can dispose of and judge with no consequences whatsoever, (gasps) and yet still be accepted in the end as a good child in law of a very respectable family who also rich and whatever. And I I don't think that's his issue because obviously he comes from a family with means, but uh, I just kept thinking about what if Pooh is Keijo. And then all, all of a sudden, really like, it, all, it made so much more sense to me. And I was so much softened towards her. And also, I I mean, she is. But, but here's the thing. Go ahead. He can try to be Pooh as much as he wants. And he probably is Pooh. But can he pull off those red faux leather pants and the little bralette? No. So it's quite a lot. I mean, no. That's a bad, <laughs> dark, it's a dark time in fashion, right? <laughs> and I, I tweeted, I happened to see a, a thread on Twitter of horrible fashion from 2001 to 2004 or something. And I retweeted, it was so funny because all of it's in this movie. <laughs> Basically, right. it's, a, it's a dark time for everyone, for everyone, not just movie characters. Um, but I just really, I, I don't know, I found her... She was kind of my way into this story, which I was not expecting because mm, she was so famously irritating, you know. Right. Um, and as a star text for Bebo, like is yeah. pretty it's pretty great. And someone on Twitter said to me, like, there's no one else who could have done this role in the same it's way. It's true. And I think that's you have to true. be Babel is so strange to me as an actor, like both on screen and off screen. I have such a love-hate relationship with her because (laughs) on the one hand, she will absolutely wow me with her performances. Like most recently in Lal Singh Chadda, where I just thought she was Mm. spectacular, where Amr was just meh. But on the other hand, she'll open her mouth and I want to slap her. So she's and things. Yeah. 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 So she's this bizarre combination of extremely bratty and entitled but at the same time, she's really good at her job. And yeah. she's also endearing in a weird kind of yeah, way. I agree. I find her so endearing like, too. Right? So it's kind of like, sometimes I'm just like, oh, babe, And other times I'm like, get away from me, demon. <laughs> One know? of the things I really liked about Pooh this time <gasps> is I had not remembered how we see the seeds of... Um, of Shark turning into his own father, right? The yeah. way he's so... And like... Side note, the body shaming in this film is utterly through the roof. and I, Which I mean, is also Keijo, by the right, way. We know, yeah. yeah. But even like how, you know, he's like covering her up because there's a, a young man in the house. Like, it's just gross. Uh, oh, yeah. I'm like, and she, I'm like, she's already been out in public dressed like this, man. Like, if you have an issue, yeah. that boat has sailed. Also, you don't get to have an opinion about what she wears on her body. Shut the f up forever right but i i did really like that kind of watching him turn into the thing that he rejected you know right uh and i i like that she's kind of a catalyst for showing us that and how yeah you see the micro generational difference between the older siblings and the younger siblings in a way that i thought was was in some ways he's also taken on the role of babo's dad in that movie right right whether right, Pooh right. accepts him as her dad or not right. like Pooh has never at any point said that you're my dad but he has essentially decided yeah. he is so yeah. it's almost like who is his older child and then the the actual biological child is his child so he's gonna yeah. go in that mode whether she likes it or not but i do like yeah. that Pooh is not demonized in this movie at all no, she's, she's not, not you know it's like, fine, he's being annoying. And every time he's being annoying towards Pooh, it's actually Anjali who supports her. 
Anjali yeah. and um, Dai, Dai whatever John. she's mm-hmm. called, Dai, 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 Dai Jo, whatever. DJ. Yeah, Dai John. She, DJ. They're always the one who kind of like are like pro-poo in that sense. And the movie also is kind of like pro-poo. So it's just, you know, I see it as like mm-hmm. kind of like funny and lighthearted. Um, but yeah, it's Pooh is definitely like a very iconic character, whether we like it or not. And yeah. there really is no one else but Bebo who could have done it. Yeah. Um, I think you could dial Pooh back a little bit and it would still work. Like the scene of her rejecting people for her prom date and then the <gasps> other one where she's super obnoxious with her her two girls and how they're like, oh, yeah. oh, and they speak in, yeah. you know, like whatever. If you took those things out, I think most people would hate her less and she'd still right. be effective. But also I kind of like, I don't... I like it on paper, like the way it's enacted is kind of, I mean, it's super irritating. And obviously in real life, we would hate this person, yeah. but, but there's something about showing women's power. Like this is the way that women wield power. It's social it's mm-hmm. soft power and that kind of stuff that they're really mm-hmm. showing with her because Jaya Butchen's character probably also Nandini has this power too, I suspect, but we never get see mm-hmm. her getting to wield she it. She doesn't wield it. Yeah. No. And that's really, that's really quite interesting, I think. So like I, once we got to the London half, mm-hmm. I was more into it, which I really did yeah. not see coming. But the first half, I I mean, it was a slog to get through that. <laughs> and this movie is extremely long. It is very long. Ooh. And I don't forward anything. Well, I, I wow. forward all the Rithik and Karina songs, like You Are My Sonia and all of that. Yelanka, I forward all of Yelanka, that because I don't care. Or whatever that I was trying to think of. Yeah, I just... But um, what was I saying? Oh, but also Amitabh and Jaya, like their chemistry is amazing. The way they communicate with each other in the film, just through like glances, Mm. he's so slappable and horrible and toxic. And I just found myself like rooting for her throughout. Like, well, she does not get any say whatsoever. Um, but yeah, this this movie for me is all about Jaya and Shah Rukh. And as a Shah Rukh fan, I just want to see him happy with his mom on screen because I know it can't <laughs> happen in real life. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk about the insane movie that you made me watch. And I have to say that I was like bitching about this movie to my husband because I was like, look at this movie that Beth is making me watch because it's her favorite. And he was like, well, tell me the story. And the more I told him the story, he was in love with it. And then he was like, Beth has the best taste in movies. I was like, both of you are wrong because this movie is terrible. (laughs) is also maximum masala of the 70s kind. Yours is maximum like late 90s emotional masala. Mine is 70s action masala, which which is my favorite. So my favorite movie, Hindi movie of all time is probably, usually I'd say it's Parvarish 1977, directed by Manmohan Desai, who in that same year had three other absolute monster hits, including Amar Akbar, Anthony, and Dharmveer, both of which I also very much love. And then there's one more. Did he ever sleep? This no, I mean, sleep. he must not have. And he's, you know, he is by far my favorite director in Hindi cinema. He's just, he's just incredible. And this, this string of hits, I think is almost unmatched. And to have those in one year, to have those four. Yeah. Is really, is really uh, impressive. This Especially is with the giant casts that he had, like how yeah. do you even manage people's dates? I don't know. I mean, they must've been filmed over. You know, there's obviously not being filmed like stack, stack, stack. I yeah, assume, yeah. But it's it's quite quite amazing. Um, people, when I say this is my favorite film, they often go, "Oh, is that the one with the submarine?" <laughs> and the fact that that's a question makes me happy because yes, it is the one with the submarine. Um, I've seen this. I mean, I must have seen it not ten times, but certainly more than five. I've watched it quite. A, I've watched pieces of it. I love all the songs in this film. Right. While I, I do not find them particularly hummable, I don't go around singing them to myself. I think about the picturization. The picturizations are mwah to me. Right. Um, and this movie to me embodies what I love most about kind of 70s masala, which is you may know what's going to happen, but you do not know how. Right. <laughs> it's a how done it. It's a how done it. Because you know that the siblings will get sorted out and you know yeah. like everything is going to come around. But I... um. I just love the 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 detailing in this movie and the and yeah. the like self the way it references things and the um do you remember the blog post punk cinema club oh yeah was, mm-hmm. yeah so our friend Angela wrote this blog and she used to use the phrase Hindi bell Hindi film bell of irony goes clang right. <laughs> this movie is full of 
clang, 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 which I really <gasps> enjoy. Uh, I just find it very, very creative. And it has this great sense of like, <gasps> which I love it has not only a koali which we talked about it also has a party song which I completely forgot episodes and I it also has like a song sort of like a galentine's song even though they're sisters yes it does have a galentine's song it's so it's got you know kind of it's a very much more is more kind of film as is k3g right again just a different set of flavors of more so then, as you were as you were watching it, you very much resisted WhatsApping me all your thoughts, but I knew you would have yes. them. So what are some of your thoughts? Because you'd never seen this, right? Right. So yeah. first of all, I refer to this movie to my husband as Beth's Multitude of Madness. Yeah. This is on madness. <laughs> and I was like, if people need to get an idea of what goes on in Beth's head, they should see this movie because then they will understand. <laughs> this is why she is the that way is she not, is. That is not incorrect. <laughs> that is not wrong. right. <laughs> I feel like our movies are so symptomatic of who we are as people. You were saying, you know, one of your favorite things to do is cry. And one of my favorite things to do is go like, ooh, interesting. (laughs) I don't have a word, one word for that, but you know, that that is one of my favorite things to do. Scheming, maybe you're a schemer. Well, but also like, interesting like stimulus response which is one reason I love to I work in museums and that's one reason I love museums is because you turn a corner you're like oh interesting you know right (laughs) high high input movie maybe right right high input movie yes but like I love that scene I was telling my husband he was riveted okay he was riveted he was like tell me more so I was like telling him all this and I was telling him from the perspective of this movie is so bad and he was just like oh that sounds great. That sounds lovely. I must tell Beth this sounds great. I was like, no, no, this is the wrong response. So there is that scene where young Winokana, like child Winokana, steps out of the house and was like, this movie is so stupid. So he steps out of the room where he has been punished. And Amshad Khan is just lurking, just lurking. A murderer and Dakoit has just been released from jail and is just lurking by the police commissioner's house. Mm-hmm. And Yen Minot kind of goes up to him and overhears him saying that one of his sons is the boy in the house. And he goes, me, I'm your son, clearly, because these people punish me. So I'm your son. And Amshad Khan is like, oh my God, you're my son. And so he picks him up and says to his hench dude, this is my son. He's going to live with me. And hench dude is like, but you don't have a house or food. And I was like, good point, hench dude. And then he's like, oh, right. And then hench dude is like, how will you raise him? He should just live with these rich people. And and Amjad Khan is like, oh, right. And he went down and sends him back home. I was like, this makes no sense. He literally is talking about this child like he's a cauliflower. We're a sack of potatoes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, basically. And then this child spends his whole life. It just, it made no sense to me, Beth. It made no sense to me. (laughs) I mean, it's very 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 lost and found and all that, right? It's it's very very lost and found. Very classic (laughs) elements played in a slightly different way. But I will say this, despite Parvish and K3G being completely different movies from completely different planets, like the twain shall never meet. What I found very interesting was that both movies toyed with the idea of biological versus adopted. Yes, that's true. Right? Because the whole, it's, it's this very like blood is thicker than water, no matter what kind of thinking. Because in K3G, that's one of the things that Amitabh says to Shah Rukh that cuts him so much, where he's like, if you were actually my child, if you were actually a right child, you wouldn't have done this. Hmm. And he's just like, how can you say that? And like your heart just breaks for him. But that's also one of the concepts in Parish where he's like, hmm. if I was actually the real child, they wouldn't have punished me. And there's this whole thing of like where Shami Kapoor and his wife have that conversation where they're like, how is it that our own biological child is so badly behaved? And the one that has the decoy's blood is the good one. This makes no sense. So I found it very interesting where there were these notions of like, belonging versus not and then traits being passed on versus not and it just it made me think it was very it was very interesting and i hadn't noticed that about k3g but yeah of course you're so right either the fact that this this rejected hero is a isn't or uh is adopted is really really interesting and in perverse i feel like you know i was thinking this time about what is this movie actually about because (laughs) because this movie gets, I feel most people prefer Amar Akbar Anthony to this. Mm. Okay. And they're quite similar in some ways, right? But like, a, 
AAA is the one that is the most famous of Desai's films, right? It's the most- I, I also like it more than Barbarish. And, that, and that's what most people do. Yeah. Um, I, I think this one is more fun and it's a little more- um, I don't know. I find it just a little more interesting in some mm. ways, but I do understand that its message, which I believe is nature, not nurture, right? Or, right. Sorry, nurture, uh, nurture, not nature, nurture, not nature, which I think is a great message. That's not as like socially relevant and timely as communal harmony and right. they're all descendants of the same mother and all that kind of thing that yeah. AAA has. So I can get why, and this is the last of the four films Desai had that year to release. So maybe mm. it kind of did not benefit from being, I mean, it was still a stonking great hit and like made tons of money and yeah. all that kind of stuff. But like it wasn't, it hasn't resonated through the ages the same way as AAA has. Um, I think also the songs have something to do with that. Cause I, think I was just going to say, the yeah, they're not quite as, quite as ca- like they're fine, but they're not as catchy. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, how are you supposed to beat something like the Yabali Priyarkadishman? It's it's a cinematic masterpiece. Just but the it, way it's shot, the music, the camera work, like you know. This one has, well, I mean, I already talked about it in the Koali episode, but like it's got these two women who are backed entirely by that. women. Who, mm-hmm. are da- who are dancing on their feet for the most part. And they're Koali clap. They're holding pistols. <laughs> like what? Sorry, I'm screaming. But like this song is so creative to me. And then they start trying to murder Amjad Khan. Okay, in I know. <laughs> which he fully deserves. And then the backdrops are full of like, first of all, giant barrels and pistols, which refer to their own upbringing and tragic thing when he killed yeah. their parents. But then also these landmarks of India, like everything and, and their costumes, one of their costumes have snakes on them. Oh, the black dresses that. that they wear in the second half have silvery yeah, snakes. With the and then when they, and when they run out of the theater, they're wearing their snake uh-huh. dresses, but also carrying their street clothes. Like they thought uh, they're, yeah, yeah. they're not going to be able to run too far. <laughs> so I just find that that song is like, now, can I hum it to you? Even I watched it oh. yesterday. No, I can't. But, but it, the visuals of it just are so strong to me. So I, I do feel like, yeah. Amar Akbar Anthony got some of the better the better songs kind of musically, but I think the 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 picturizations in Parvarish are just as just as strong. Um, even though you don't have Kowali King Rishi Kapoor in it, you don't. You know, the fact that you have Shami Kapoor in what is generally considered like his first major outing as a character actor that his benevolent guess, uncle roles yeah. that he had started doing. Yeah, this is not. He's not my favorite Kapoor, as we all know, but I like mm-hmm. him in the things that he does generally. But I do feel like you could have swapped in basically anybody, except yeah. you have to have a Kapoor in a movie like this. You must have one. And Nitu was not married into the family yet. So didn't <gasps> right. you would have had to have had a Kapoor in here somehow, because otherwise it ain't 70s masala without a Kapoor. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like his role could have been done like Parikshit Sahani. I would have been fine. Oh, yeah. He'd have been good. He'd you have been good. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. Um, I love the, I love the, like the layering of the clock motifs. So like Nitu Singh mm-hmm. steals watches. Uh, she steals, you know, the police commissioner's watch even. Um, she, we have a, a, a device that's bugged to spy on people. That's a clock. And in the very end of the film, we have a clock face, a transparent clock face put over the film as we're counting down to try to, you know, right. prevent bombs from going off. Like, and then the, the, the motif of the blindness is, is oh, yeah. fascinating. Gains and everything. Yeah. Um, there's a little moment that's a bit of a spoiler. So I'll just put an alert here for the next 30 seconds. Did you love when Amitabh was blind, but then he takes the glasses off and winks at yes. the camera? I like that. <laughs> I was like, oh, so great. interesting. But so you know, that's something that really surprised me. So, okay, so we know that there's the the good kid and the bad kid. Mm-hmm. I was so convinced that the bad kid was going to be Amitabh and then the good kid was going to be Vinod Khanna because I just always think of Amitabh as the the bad one. I never think of him as the cop. I mean, and yes, I know Zinjir, um, but I mean, that's you know, Amar Akbar, Anthony Hangover, right? I think. Right. Yeah. No, but also like, you know, like Divar, like Shashi is yep. the good brother who's the cop yep. and Amitabh is not. Like, it's always like Amitabh has always played these very like great he's characters. The angry, he's the angry young man. He's the angry young man. So I actually found like his role was so 
a little bit underwhelming hmm. because he was just playing like the straight laced good guy in the cop. And I think Amitabh is most effective when hmm. he's not the straight laced good sure. guy. And Vinod Khanna is actually the naughty guy and he was fine. But I just don't think Vinod Khanna has the chops to necessarily pull it off. Hmm. So I actually wish that Vinod was the fine upstanding good boy cop and Amitabh was the one who's because Amitabh also looks shrewd enough and smart enough to have this scheme where he pretends yeah, to be good that's true. and he's pretending to be a social worker but he's not actually you know it kind of doesn't look that shrewd mm. to me. What I he, liked about that casting is that I really enjoyed Amitabh having fun with the like winkiness oh yeah character because his relationship with Nitu is really cute and the it's way cute. They, yeah with, with one notable exception, which I don't know how this had never struck me before, yeah. that hilarious yet gross song when they're in the hotel. He's undercover oh. in disguise. She's yeah. also undercover, but he knows no he knows who she is. She does not know who he is. I don't right. know how, but she does not recognize him with yeah. the big beard and everything. And he's basically sexually assaulting her. Yeah. Um at her workplace, like she's pretending to be a chambermaid. Right. I know her outfit just, was also very like question. I was like, Ooh. I somehow had never registered that song that way before because I like the musically. I think that song is fun, and then the you know how it ends in a fight with like flashlights flashing right. around and everything. Uh, oh, it's really gross. And he like puts her gross. in the bed, and like she gets up, she tries to get up, and then he does it again and puts the cover over them. Like it's really gross. It is a rapey kind of song. Yeah. Song an assaulty song which i just had never registered before so i would if you haven't seen this movie yeah that one was icky songs like it's kind of in the middle um you'll see amitabh going into a hotel wearing a ridiculous disguise at which point you will know like maybe fast forward for 10 minutes if you don't want to see that i will say if you if you fast forward the song you will miss vinod and amitabh fighting in the hotel at first they don't know who each other are but then one of them recognizes the other and out the window if the city skyline is another building that has high high across the top of it in right. blinking lights, right? I don't get it. Tell me the message more. You know, <laughs> like that is amazing. It's ridiculous and it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I liked um, Shabana and Nitu's chemistry a lot. So they cute. they were so cute together, mm -hmm. and they just really played off of each other really well. And I liked all the comedic scenes where they're like, my sister is sick and I, I stole this money and I know it's bad, but like I, I did it for her. And then the scene where Amitabh goes to their like hovel to give them money and Shabana was like hilarious in this one. But Anit was always cute. Like Neeta was always yeah. adorable. Yeah. So I liked that too. I also liked like at the end when they're getting like married and she's stolen their money at that point. Yeah. And Shami Kapoor is like, oh my God, like he's watching, like he's like, did they take my watch or my money? And they had and that was funny as well. I really like that this film has these this entirely developed separate arc for the women. Oh yeah, AAA does not have really. a revenge arc. Yeah, um, they get their own. They get to be traumatized children in a flashback too. Mm -hmm. Which like, so this movie has like four, you know, the four protagonists. Whereas I feel Amar Akbar Anthony has three protagonists and their yeah. love interests. I feel like yes. this for women is a stronger film. Um, yeah. And I really, I think it was cast so well, like mm -hmm. I'm thinking about him and Melanie a lot lately. I don't know why exactly. Oh, why? I, I, I think it's because I'm trying to watch more Darmendra films. Oh. Um, I, the more I watch of her, the more I think she's fine. Right. She's not my favorite of these great 70s women. And I feel like- No, I mean, not at all. And, you know, seeing Shabana Azmi in Masala is always a little bit of a like, if you know her yeah. from her other work. But I, I think she does such a great <gasps> job in this one particularly. And, and they just are having that song, which I always call like, the you know, the great socialist skipping down the seaway song, like where they're talking about all this belongs to the people and people oh, join yeah. in and sing with them. Like, I I love that song. It's so funny to me that they're like <laughs> just doing this great kind of social discourse about how all this is the people's and that we should just take it. It's ours, you know, and everyone knows. I think that that's I can the, totally imagine you with them, like arm in arm, and the three of you like just skipping down the street and like, like your fun. pants rolled up and your sneakers on because you're at the beach and whatever. So cute. I feel like someone needs to Photoshop you into it. I will ask Sujoy to do it. <laughs> like, Sujoy, please Photoshop Beth with Shabana. He's so sweet. He'll do it for us. <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah, I just, I just love everything about this movie with that one song as an exception. And I feel like yeah. it, it has no comedic uncle because really, Shami 
he's kind of a comedic uncle in a few bits and it has that it has that really Wait, no. frame every now and again it has the clock selling farsi comedic uncle he, but that's so brief it's one scene it right? is brief thankfully yeah. it, but so yeah. I, I just feel like in terms of like uh, the tali or like more the recipe of this masala like everything is like a plus plus they know what they're doing they know how to do this everyone can do this film like it's just firing on all cylinders i just i just love it and i cannot not talk about this villain layer <laughs> the best villain layer in hindi cinema i will take no argument i mean like sean is also great but well i was just gonna say like sean, sean or also great. mogambo's lair is also mogambo's very good lair is great but like can, can i just enumerate for people who haven't seen this what this lair has so it's kind of underground somehow. So it has stalactites, which you can kind of see in this picture. Yes. It has red carpeting. It has a taxidermied bear. It has a lot of plants, which you can see in this picture. It has red scrims with dancing ladies behind it who never get a song. We never hear from them. They're just dancing. It's got live entertainment at all times. It's got a wall of weapons. It's got like shag carpeting everywhere. It's got a kind of bedroom, living room thing that you can drive up to. It's got... This is it's a an open pitch. concept, as it's the real estate agents would say. Yeah, it's got <laughs> cool seating around the edge, like red chairs and some sofas. It's got this lava pit thing with these like boards that come out, and then on the other wall are the walls that come against you and crush you with spikes. Right, important. Now, so it doesn't have like the alligator tank, the alligator or the crocodile, and the it needed the, sharks. It needed sharks. The sharks of Sean, but it, it has you know, lava and dancing girls and whatever. So yeah. I just, and I don't know why there's no song in this lair that is missing to me. Yeah. I, I actually have a playlist of villain lair songs, uh, which I, cause I love those. And I don't know why this doesn't have one. I, I can only imagine they had one and they cut it at some point. Cause why would you do the dancing ladies and no song? It's very strange. As I actually expected one of the dancing ladies to like tear the screen very dramatically nope. and come just ahead there. and start dancing. And just I was just there. like, why? I was a little disappointed that that did not happen. This one also and has fact, Tom, Tom Alter as a hench yes. dude. Like, love Tom Alter yeah. as a hench dude. <laughs> but it was very surprising to me. There was this, this very underwhelming song in this movie, which is Amitabh and Vinod Khanna together, and they're just skipping arm in arm like brothers. And I was like, okay, but like, it's missing the ladies because the two of you are not enough to keep my attention. There needed to be like a cabaret. Oh, you don't like the brother song? I love the brother no, song. No, I don't like the brother song. The brother song to me needed more. Mm. That's fair. It needed a lady or it yeah. needed cabaret or it needed something. Do you like the we're going to pretend to kill ourselves so that you'll love us song? Because I think that song's really funny and I can see how maybe it's not. <laughs> I get that. I, I happen to find that song funny. I think it's kind of funny. <laughs> I feel like the stars are having a very good time in that song, which I appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> Where they're just kind of like, this is a Manmohan Desai movie and we're just going to have fun. Yeah. <laughs> they probably had like, if there were any Kapoor's on this film apart from Shami, they would have had like a drinking game. It would be like, take a shot. Every time Manmohan Desai tells us to do this, yeah. you'd be drunk in no time at all. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, what are, Do you have any other thoughts about Parvarish other than that it's clearly not your favorite and it... <laughs> What are, no, tell me this. Tell me what are some of your fit. Now, I know that like 70s kind of rollicking masala is not really your bag. Tell it's me. Not my, so you've seen Amar Akbar Anthony, obviously. Yes. You've seen Dharmveer, I assume. I don't think. Feroz Khan? Uh, Dharmendra and Jitendra. No. And oh, Jitendra. the one with them in skirts. No, I yes. have not. No, the the movie, okay. No. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, I love that film. I think again, like ridiculous in ways that I really, really love. And that Enjoy. one has very much swapped, swapped children. And then Pran has oh, yeah. an amazing Annapal. He has a bird, he has a falcon <gasps> named Sheru, who is billed as oh. Sheru the Wonder Bird. Oh, I love that. Sheru See, that is baby. interesting to me. <gasps> you would oh, like it. There are a lot of good animals. I would like that. Okay, maybe I will watch it then. Because Uncle, it just them in skirts is not enough for me. But if there is Shay with the Wonderbird saving children, then I would like that. And we Bobby Deal is in it as a child, also oh. learning blacksmithing. It's really cute. Oh, he plays oh, young Mandra. Oh, I wish there was Sunny also. But anyway, no, we can't Sunny, have to Bobby. Things. Oh, that's sad. Okay, <laughs> but you were asking me a question. You, you. Oh lost yeah, your I'm just kind of uh, of the sort of major '70s masala hits, or even '70s films overall. What are the ones that you? Are there any that you 
like? The only 70s movies I like are art movies. Mm, okay. So the only 70s films I like are the Sham Benegal ones and the sure. Mahishpat ones and like the ones starring Smita Patil. 70s masala does nothing for me. I do like masala. I like masala movies in general. Sure. But the 70s is not it for yeah. me. Do you um, like, I like um, 80s masala. Yeah. And I feel because the 80s is my to, decade. I need to ramp into that more because a lot of yeah. movies have some of these elements too. They're they do. to be more violent, but I'm, I'm going to get, get myself there. The I 80s, enjoy <laughs> I enjoy that more than the 70s because the 80s are equally messy, but the 80s have, first of all, synth music and disco. Sure, sure. We like I that. love that. I do like that. It has better dancing than the 70s yes. movies did because the yes, 70s sure. did not have dancing stars, but then in the 80s, you get access to Govinda. Sure. So it has dancing and really good fashion. When, when I say really good fashion, I mean sequence. Give me sequence, I'm in. Mm-hmm. And big hair. So I love mm-hmm. that. And okay. the 80s music is more feel and they're more violent. And I, I enjoy violence. I want more gore on screen. The 70s <laughs> stuff is not as much gore. There's pistols no. and stuff, but there's yeah. no gushing blood. Usually so that not, doesn't no. do it for me. And it's very right. clearly poster paint when you see it. Yes. So the 80s is definitely more my jam. I like the 80s masala wave. For example, Khunbari Mang, one of my favorite movies of all time. Love it. Can watch it 100 times. Has snapping crocodiles. Every time the crocodile goes, catch, 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 I am smitten yeah. with joy and happiness. It is a my great face film. Lights up. It's a masterpiece. Right. It's wonderful. And yeah. Sonavalia's outfits and the 80s power shoulders and the hair and the And perms. a walk off. I love it. It's got a walk off. It's got a walk off. Yeah. So the 80s masala is definitely more sure. my jam. I 70s, I strictly go into art film territory okay. and like all of the 70s art films. I think in the 70s and in the 80s, for that matter, there was a very clear division between mm. art cinema and masala and the twain could never meet. Whereas later it started becoming a bit more blendy mm. until there was no such thing as art films anymore. Do you, how do you feel about, I don't want to turn this into a mega seventies episode, but how do you <laughs> feel about, um, because I think the other kind of major strain in the seventies, of course, is the romantic movies with Rajesh Khanna and then eventually Rishi Kapoor. Um, I like the Rishi which Kapoor are, ones. Which are quite mainstreamy as well. They're just not this like yeah. action masala vibe. They're they're romancy with slightly less masala-y, I would say, but still, you know. Yeah. Um, so I like the romancy ones. Those kind of with Rishi, especially like the Rishi Nidu combination. I love so that. Good. I so love fun. the yeah. yeah, and I love the Yash Chopra movies from the seventies. Yes, I think part of why I struggle with the seventies is that I don't really care for any of the actors. Uh, I've okay. never liked Amitabh Bachchan. I'm just one mm-hmm. of those people that like I know he can act and I know he's a good right. actor. He I just don't like. It just him. doesn't work for you. Like, yeah, it doesn't work for me. Yeah, I don't really care for Vinod Khanna. I do mm-hmm. like Feroz Khan. I like Shashi Kapoor, but he wasn't like very hero-y at that point. Like I like Shashi when he's the star, like when mm-hmm. it's Jab Jab Kool Kale and movies like that. I don't like 60s. him when he's second fiddle. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't like him when he's second fiddle and he's no longer like the hero. I want mm-hmm. Shashi Kapoor to be the hero, not okay. the hero's sidekick. Second hero. So that doesn't yeah. work for Yeah. And then I like Rishi Kapoor a lot. So yeah. Rishi Kapoor's movies work for me great. Like I love yeah. Cars and Hum Kisi Se Kam Nahi and, you know, all of those movies. But the minute you put like Amitabh, Vinod Khanna, hmm. Jitendra, Dharmendra, who? Uh, Shotgun. Oh, I don't like Shatragan either. <laughs> you put any of those and I'm just kind of like, uh. Because I don't care for them, except for Rishi. I care for Rishi very much. So it's just kind of like, it's just a miss for me. I also mm-hmm. don't really like too many. I actually like a lot of the 70s heroines. For example, with the Rajesh Khanna movies, I actually like Sharmila in them. But then uh-huh. she cries a lot. So I don't like that bit. But you like so crying. You just said you like crying. I like crying as long as there is enough buoyancy. There needs to be cushy along with the gum. Okay. A lot of the 70s Rajesh Khanna movies <laughs> is just unmitigated crying. Like Amar Prem, good God. That movie is just showing like crying buckets throughout. I can't with that. And also many of the 70s sad movies don't have a ha- happy ending, mm. like Anand. So that doesn't work for me. I, I will just sink into sadness and anxiety and existential angst and think about my own death. And we can't have we that. We don't now. need that. We don't need it more. We don't need that. No. So yeah, it just, the seventies is not my jam, but the eighties yeah. is. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah. I look forward to um, watching you, some of these eighties things. Cause that, that is an area that I'm weaker on. And I do, because there's oh. a lot of star, like I love, I love the seventies stars. So watching them, you know, age into some of these different things will be fun for me. And I, I do really like Anil Kapoor as an actor. So that'll be fun. Mm. Um, I have a lot of sunny deal to learn about. So Pitu is going to be my, my teacher on this. Yes. Um, I need to learn more about Jackie Shroff, for example. Mm. And then there's a bunch of the eighties women that I am just kind of like, about like I don't dislike oh. them but I don't yeah. like I have not found the things about them yet that I love with the exception obviously I understand why everyone loves modern addiction and I I personally hugely love Sri Devi so that's that will yeah. be um but I have a lot more there's some other women in there I need to learn about so yeah um, have you heard okay so among your friends some of whom we may have in common has has anyone ever told you what their favorite movie was? And you were like, oh, that tells me so much about you. <laughs> so there's this thing going around on Twitter right now of like eight albums uh -huh. to get to know me, seven shows to get to uh -huh. know me. And I'm like, okay. I don't actually, I don't actually think you can tell a whole lot about a person by their media tastes. I really don't. Really? Um, oh, no, not really. Mm. Um, unless, now, if it's something like, I spent five years of my life writing a PhD about this because da, 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 like that, that's different. But um, yeah, I don't think so because our tastes change over time. And I feel like, yeah. you know, what you like in entertainment, it might speak about you, but it might not. I don't feel like it necessarily does. Right. So like mm -hmm. people who love um, true crime podcasts and books and things like that. I don't necessarily think that those people are vultures who feed on the misfortunes of others. <laughs> Right. But that is actually, I think, an argument one could make about that type of media. Right. Like, like it's exploitative right. at some level. It is. I don't mm -hmm. think the people who like that are necessarily meaning to be exploitative or whatever. And I'm, you know, that's just a quick right. example. Um, anyway, so I, I don't think it does necessarily. However, I have certainly met people when they say that their favorite movie is whatever the heck. And I'm like, uh. <laughs> but I will be honest, it's more often men and it's more often you know okay it's not so much movies but like if you meet a guy and he says his favorite book is on the road oh bye, bye. <laughs> you know um for me it's anything to do with ayn rand right exactly and whether I, man I, or woman like and in fact there is actually a sharuk tweet that uh, a friend once sent to me because they know i love sharuk and i hate ayn rand and they said that sharuk recommended the fountainhead and i was yes. like no yeah i've seen that um <laughs> maybe he was kidding hopefully he was kidding maybe he hadn't even read it and he was just pretending to have read it right. i'm just this i'm gonna go with that book. Just go with that. So, yeah, or maybe I, he meant you should read it so you can hate it. I don't right. know. This is so just you can me. argue fully yeah. against it or whatever. This is just me jumping through the hoops to defend Sharag. But yeah, to me, like a, a complete avoid yarn in a person is when they when they profess to like anything to do with Ayn Rand, and I'm like, go away. Also, liking Nicholas Sparks. Mm. Yeah, no. oh, yeah, no, I'm with you there. That, no. that, I mean, I feel like I the most it will tell you okay, I probably won't watch movies with this person. Right, right. You know, that's, and and I remember you talking about the Nicholas Sparks thing with someone from a book group, right? So like, yeah, yeah I don't want to be in a book group with people who are going to want to read Nicholas Sparks. That, that's no. okay. I, I wouldn't want to be in that book group either. And, uh, you know, no. not. Um, that's one of the great things about social media and all, right? Is we can find our our pockets of the people who do want to talk about yeah. whatever these things are. And in fact, uh, you know, I, I yeah, I really... I don't have an actual list on Twitter of the other people I know who like 70s masala, but I do have lists of people like, these are the people I know of who just who tend to have tastes like mine. Right. Or are the people who like, like me trying to find people who, who want to talk about Bengali movies. I, I have had mm -hmm. a hard time, a much harder time finding those people just because it's mm -hmm. generally a smaller audience. I have a little list of them on Twitter. So sometimes I'll go and like, look at my list and see like, are they talking about anything these days? You know, right. <laughs> um, so I do, I do do that, but yeah, I don't, but I, but I'm sure that in the, in the like snap judgment world of Twitter and other places like that, I'm sure I have seen people say their favorite movie is X, Y, Z. And I'm like, mm, that's not for me. And you yeah. are like, we're not for me. And that's, that's probably right. not fair. Um, but. Oh, but Kabir Singh is in that category. Yeah. Oh yeah. 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 That, yeah. that is worrisome. That is a snap judgment I'm okay with. 
but I, but I, I probably know some people who do like that film and I still, I'm going to disagree with them about it. Although I have not seen right. it. I, I will not see it, but I probably could still still be friends with them. Whatever. <laughs> like, I, I don't know. It's kind of hard. To, I've seen it and it was horrendous. Yeah. No, thanks. I sat through it. <laughs> I mean, more importantly, I feel like the question is like for the people who chose to get themselves involved with making the project those are might be people I would avoid or like I would not read and I would not watch another film written by whoever wrote that film. I don't oh, know. yeah. Like I'm not planning to watch Animal because it has some debunk right. already all over it. And I don't want right. to have anything to do with that dude. So even right. though Animal has Ranbir Kapoor and I largely like Ranbir Kapoor's choices, if it's Sandeepang already, I don't want to have anything to do with it. So right. there is that. Um, OK, cool. So, OK, we each have to say a nice thing about each other's movie, Beth. Oh, OK. So uh, I will go first then. Okay. And <laughs> you can think about nice things to say about no, this. No, I have nice things to say. Okay, nice good. Say. <laughs> okay. So what I liked about Paresh is I enjoyed um, Neetu and Shabana's camaraderie and chemistry. And I always enjoy watching female friendships on screen. I mean, they're mm-hmm. sisters, but also yeah. it was like a nice, lighthearted, but also supportive friendship. I enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked um, the message that it gave about like, nurture being as important as nature. And I like that the police commissioner adopted the decoyed son because he yeah. wanted to give him a good life because yeah. that was like also very cool. Um, and I like that um, no one was unnecessarily demonized in this movie, except for Amjad Khan who deserves to be demonized and that's fine. Um, so yes, these were some things I like about it. Um, I also that. like some of the fashions in this movie. Yes. I like the bell bottoms and the cute yes. styling that they did need to especially looked adorable yeah. in denims. Yeah. So points for that also. Okay, now you have <laughs> to say nice things about okay. K3G. Um, I, again <gasps> with Keijo, right? Like, uh, he is doing something at all times. And I I really, both these films have that in common. And I, I really do appreciate that, even if it doesn't kind of the way he's doing it doesn't work for me. But I I think that he went from, you know, and he was like, okay, that was a roaring success. I'm going to go bigger. And he did, mm. right? And I really, and he, like for going big, he got a cast of people who can go big. With the, maybe the exception of Rithik, who I feel like is, right. I feel like kind of anyone could have played this role. And I know, I'm sure I know yeah. I can guess why they cast him. He was the new big thing. So like, he was I, a heartthrob. Yeah, yeah, I get it. But like, that was fairly interchangeable with anyone, especially yeah. because he's doing that kind of manic shrill version of himself that I don't like. And like, when you see him now or in like war, you know what, he's matured so much in such a good yeah. way like that, you know, but so I, I feel like in terms of marshalling his resources, Keijo did really well with that. And there's, yeah. there's something about that, that I respect. Now, some of it looks very dated, of course, like visually and stuff. There's stuff about this film where you're like, Ugh. and I don't just mean the fashions have changed, but like it just, there's things that don't look as rich as they probably did at the time, mm-hmm. I would suspect or something. Um, Surajwa Madame is a great song. That's one for the ages. It's beautiful. It's small. So beautiful. It so works small really brain. well. For me, that's the apex of, of Shara Kajal chemistry. That There's no better moment for them than that song for me. Fun trivia for you. Yeah. Karen Johar was suffering from uh, diarrhea during the making of this uh, song. And so he was pooping uh, behind some of the, the in the sand uh, with people to protect him because he had diarrhea during the making of the song. You did not need to know this little snippet of information. Now you have it. You can oh. think about Kejo pooping. <laughs> Thank you. Well, Sharik smolders. <laughs> Do you hate me? <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm just confused. Um, I also really like that they're in and amongst the largeness and the shrillness and the screaming and the shouting and stomping of K3G, right? Among all that, there are some little, little touches, little moments that are really good. And that's not surprising given who you've got in these roles, right? Yeah. Like, like Shashikala is there for a nanosecond. Yeah. Like she's an Achala Sachdev who I feel like her character is a little ridiculous. And like Sushma Seth is Sushma great. Sushma Seth is there. Right. So like he really puts in people who for the most part 
who know what they're doing and are, I, I fully believe that the way the actors are in this film, even when they annoy me greatly, I'm assuming that Keijo is telling them to do that. Mm -hmm. So again, he's taking a swing. It's a miss for me, but I, I appreciate the swing. And I think that he's really, um, in command of what is going on there. The one except the two exceptions, maybe I feel like some of what Kajol was doing may have been a little bit more her running with it. I don't know. I don't know. And then, you know, Amitabh is just so insufferable in this movie. Um, And I feel like maybe he was leaning into kind of some tendencies at that time or other things he'd done in other films or whatever. Right. So, you know, but I, I really do feel like Kajol is the master of his ship, you know, and that is, um, when you think about the films that are on this scale and everything like that is, that is remarkable because not all directors are now is, does he get that kind of control because of who he was born to and his privilege? Probably, but you know, he does probably also the relationships he cultivates, right? He's a master relationship cultivator and, you know, and that, you know, I'm so glad you said that because that is one of the reasons why I love making these family trees of Hindi cinema, because it is about relationships. It's not about it actual is. being related. It is yeah. about in networks of influence, networks of power. That's really what right. those are showing. People are always like, well, why do you put ex-girlfriends on them? I'm like, because it shows influence, right? Like, yeah, it is, it is, it is who, you know, a lot. Yeah. These, these are ways of showing who people know. And I think Kejo really is, you know, um, he he works within that he knows how to work it and he Mm -hmm. he's remarkably successful at it and i you know someday i I was talking to um amrita i think the other day about like you guys are gonna have to watch my name is khan someday really sorry about that that you're gonna have to revisit that film but i bet if i if i were to watch it again which i don't want to do but if i were to i i'm sure i would find things in it to admire yeah at least in the attempt, right? Even though oh, that movie is a slog, painful. especially as an American, I'm like, get, get, get this baloney out of here with like, uh, although I might feel differently about it in 2023 than I did in 2010 or whatever oh, year that was. But um, so, yeah, I think that K3G, I don't think there's much about it that I like that I don't also like about his other films. Mm. Like, I don't think there's anything exceptional in its good traits that are beyond his other work, but you know, and even watching it this time, like really trying to rethink my my gut reaction to Pooh, I really mm. could rethink it. And like, I found something different in the movie right. about her. And I think that's that shows that there's something there. Like, yes, it shows that I'm trying, but it also shows that the film is trying. So I really, right. um, I do think that. And I, you know, honestly, one of the things that could be improved in K3G to me is this film is not all about loving your parents. <laughs> it's just right. not. <laughs> um, so give it a different tagline. Right. Even if you said it's all about loving your family, even that I think actually works better than it's all about Mm -hmm. loving your parents. But, um, you know, and I'd be willing to hear arguments about that from people who really think that's what the movie's about. But to me, that's not what the movie, I don't, I don't get that from the movie. And I think, so I think it kind of was miss. miss I think loving your parents or your family is more of a Brajatia thing. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, with Ham Saat Saat and everything. And if that, you know, if this, if this movie was about, no, can you love your parents and not be obedient to them? Yes. The film is clearly right. saying yes. Um, if they were kind of able, if like that was the tagline, that there was something in there about like showing um, even as a grateful child, you can still make a choice and stand up to, mm-hmm. which he did, obviously, which is, yeah. which is pretty cool. And, like, and I like that too. I like that a, a, a very privileged son says, I will walk away. And obviously yeah. he's still, he's carrying a great deal of privilege with him because he's still loaded beyond all sense yeah. for, I don't know what he does, but like, whatever. Um, he does walk away. And I think that's something that that's the adults thing. need to know how to do. Because you, you wouldn't love or respect or admire this character if he just caved. If he just said to his dad, okay, you're right. She's not as 
fancy and elite as we are. And I'm just going to marry Rani Mukherjee because she's to the manner born like I am. And I don't want to be disinherited and everything. Why would you love or respect this person anymore? You wouldn't. You'd just be like, well, that's stupid. But that's what a vast majority of people in this world do. So the fact that he kind of like sticks up for her and doesn't cave. Mm -hmm. And I like the fact that his mom supports him. Like she's heartbroken, but she does support him. And she's like, okay, because there's this scene where Shahrukh says to her, where he's like, am I doing the right thing by, you know, basically walking out of this house? And she says, you are. And even though it's terrible for her, she doesn't in a way stand in his way. I feel like, I feel like Nandini must have had so many moments where she wanted to walk out of that house. Oh, too, for sure. Right? Like, for sure. Like, Why wouldn't probably, you? Probably, I mean, again, talking about stars bringing their own lives to the text, mm. like, you know, Jaya yeah. Bachchan looks so miserable all the time and I can't blame her. <laughs> she has stayed and like, that's her choice, but ooh, girl, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is, talk about things that are a slog. I'm sure being married to him has been really oh, awful. Oh, for sure. Really. Yeah. And especially even if you just think about her career, you know, she was, she's such a good actor. Um, Yeah. (laughs) But. Okay. Well, that was like a nice freewheeling chat about our favorite movies. And my husband is definitely team Beth on this one because he (laughs) prefers Parvarish to Kabi stupid, Kabi dumb, as he likes to call it. He popped into the Zoom call before uh, before Pitu was here and was just telling me how much he wants to see this movie. And he's like, this is why we go to the cinema. I'm like, exactly. (laughs) I'm Um, like trying to shoo him away. And he was like, I want to talk to Beth. (laughs) I um, I I also want to tell our... readers listeners we were speaking about rishi kapoor earlier if you didn't happen to hear our last episode and you want to join us in a bit of a conversation in the comments we will be book club book club we will be discussing rishi kapoor's (laughs) autobiography uh pretty soon here on the podcast so if you haven't read it and you you want to also just read it it is a trip and if you love 70s and 80s movies um well there's some good goss in there so uh it's a really really fun book and you should definitely read it because we'll be talking about it soon yes and you know in the comments tell us your favorite Hindi cinema of all, your yeah. favorite Hindi film of all time. Tell yeah, and you can't cheat. Because no. anytime I ask people what their favorite movie is, I did this with my husband too. I was like, what is your favorite movie? And he rattled off like five names. That is not what favorite means. Favorite means number one. You got to pick one. So pick your number one favorite movie. If you could only watch one Hindi movie again, what movie would that be? Do not and, tell us five names. And if we have seen it, we will both tell you something we like about it. Oh, in yeah. the spirit of Wait, this wrap up. Can we also tell, tell them why we think it sucks or is that not sure. nice? We can do that okay. too. <laughs> but we have to say one nice thing. And we would, encourage, okay. <laughs> we would encourage any commenters to tell each other nice things about their each other. Yes, yes. Too. Because I like most, how you're creating this positive environment. I mean, <laughs> most films have something in it to like, right? And especially yeah. in, in a cinema tradition that is so generous as mainstream yeah. Hindi cinema, right? Like- that's one of the beauties of masala is there is there's a lot going on so even if it's just one song that you really like sometimes yeah. <laughs> you know um i'm not saying you have to justify the the film's whole existence or anything but like there's usually something to like yeah okay go out awesome. into the world find something to like like share and subscribe this to this podcast please if you have not already tell your friends and we look forward to seeing you next time on filmy ladies <laughs>